that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are back to talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 11, Bouncing Back, which originally premiered on March 8th of 2016. And here's our surprisingly long IMDb summary. Coulson is determined... Oh, I already messed it up. Coulson is more <laughs> determined than ever to get Gideon Malik and uh, put an end to Hydra for one, once and for all in the aftermath of his trip to Mavith. Meanwhile, Daisy and the team encounter uh, more inhumans who have powers like she'd never seen before. But will they be friends or enemies of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <gasps> That's a good question. We yeah. we should watch this episode and find out. Yeah. I... I I think the answer, spoiler alert, is yes. They will both be friends and enemies of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Well, I guess if you haven't seen the episode, listener, then we're sorry that we've already spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second half of the season. So the last time we we ended, when we finished the first half of the season, uh, was June 24th of this year. Um, and it's December right now. For you, uh, not for us. It's November for Tony and I, because we record these ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's been a while, so <laughs> I'm glad to be back to this. Um, so I guess a couple of notes that we wrote down just as reminders of what happened in the first half of the season. We'll rewind at the beginning of this rewind show. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like to think of it as a recap or as a a recap of the recap that they gave us at the beginning of the episode. Ah, so it's just okay. the notes that, that they had already. Um, so the team just rescued Fitz from the other planet, the Mobeth planet, I guess. we I think we, we determined that it didn't have an actual name, so we just dubbed it the Mobeth planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that planet, Ward was killed and mysteriously came back. <gasps> uh, also, Coulson is still not in a good mood um, because Rosalind died like two episodes ago, which is like two days ago three days it's yeah. it's still pretty fresh a lot of open wounds yeah like yeah literal and figurative. well i guess on the body of ward it's not open it's more like a crushed sternum mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a bruise too yeah that's yeah. yeah it's pretty intense bruise uh. all right so into the episode Woo-hoo. we start with a flash forward a ship in space three months from now we see blood, a crucifix, and a shield jacket explode. So, yeah, um, I've I'm not a fan of this. I don't think I'm I'm very rarely a fan of flash forwards in shows. I like how you have problems with flashbacks. I have problems with flash forwards. Okay, all right. I also um, have problems with flash forwards, but go okay. on. Um, I think it's it's. Uh, trying to set up stakes for the show but it's just like they can't figure out how to make it dramatic so it's like well we'll show you the ending and then figure out how to get there i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean of the things that they show um okay obviously a shield person 
um, they show the cross, which we, which looks a lot like the one we see at the towards the end of this episode. I think mm-hmm. um, uh, Yo-Yo has it, um, and I don't remember what else there was. But yeah, it's so I guess it's hinting that right now it might be her, or it might be someone else. We'll find yeah. out. Or maybe once we get to the final episode, when this this whole thing happens, maybe that cross is just going to go back and forth, and seven people are going to have it throughout the span of that episode. And yeah, yeah, that, it's just annoying. That would be ridiculous, honestly. I... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably only be three, not seven. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I do remember that. <laughs> I, I did that actually happen? I was making that up. Oh, you don't remember? I vaguely remember spoilers for the next like, thirty seconds. I, I know spoilers? who I know who the person is that ends up yeah. on the ship and blows up like that. Yeah, you, you don't um, have to mention that. The, the but whole I don't... finale mm-hmm. is people switching jackets and that crucifix back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> yes, nope, that's not what happened. I thought you were serious. <laughs> Oh, oh I, I thought it was just like maybe one or two people had it. And then like maybe then you find out that someone else accidentally ended up with it. So it was neither of them. But OK, well, never mind. No, uh, it's, it's like a thing. <laughs> OK. All right. Great. Yeah. So uh, my notes for this opener is um, that the entire second half of this season doesn't matter because we've already seen the end mm-hmm. and um, they might as well have just canceled the show. I mean, I'm glad afterwards that they didn't cancel the show, but eh. wait, that's it. Why, that's all I had. What? What? Why do you think they should have canceled the show? Because <laughs> if you're just being lazy and having a flash forward just to generate this kind of buzz, oh. then it's it. Yeah, you're you're out of ideas. It's not that great. Ugh. Although, I mean, we talk about or I talk about Lost a lot. The first time they ever had a flash forward, that blew my mind. Like that was a twist. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not caught. I I'm catching up on the DC shows because I want to get re- ready before um Crisis on Infinite Earths. But I'm not uh-huh. to the flash forwards they're having on Arrow yet. But I really hate the flashbacks, and right now they're not doing any flashes where where I'm watching right now, and I like it. <laughs> but I know it's going to go away. <laughs> You know, there are a couple of shows that do those flashback type of things, and I kind of want to watch that show of just the flashbacks. Like, there was Arrow, which I really would like to watch someday, like, just see what that's like. Mm-hmm. Like, have them edited together as, you know, mm-hmm. individual episodes. Uh, and then What's Upon a Time was another one I was a little interested in. And I don't um, know lost, if that would be good or not. Lost it as well. Lost, actually, I have on a hard drive somewhere in my house. It's a re-editing of the entire series of Lost called Chronologically Lost, where they re-edited it in chronological order. Oh, so how does that actually turn out? Like, is it good, or is it just bad because you lose so much context of the episode? It's interesting. It it has good parts. Um, You definitely get more connections, because you realize how close in time things are. Oh, okay. But it definitely... It doesn't have the impact where like a revelation happens in the flashback and then it's literally because it's edited into 45 minute episodes to be like so you can watch it mm-hmm. literally like 45 episodes later than the thing it connects to you unless you've seen the show already it <laughs> probably doesn't make a connection for you at all <laughs> you got it so it's very oh. easy to just forget that yeah. 
Also, season five of Lost is all time travel-y. So they also re-edit that in chronological order. So it even gets a little more confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any, unless, well, I don't know, you have a problem with time travel, but unless they're actually time traveling, we should just stay in the same timeline. I think that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Colson is at Rosalind's apartment, meeting with President Ellis. The President is very concerned about Inhumans and asks S.H.I.E.L.D. to do something about it. He's, he is un, unofficially re-sanctioned... Oh, God. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. is being re-sanctioned unofficially. <laughs> God, I can't even say that. Uh, Ellis also reveals that Malik is untouchable by the government, but not by S.H.I.E.L.D., So, since uh, Rosalind, the head of the ATCU, is dead, they're just going to put up kind of a, I don't want to say patsy, but just like a fake figurehead in front of the ATCU, and then just leave Colson, the suspected terrorist, in charge? <laughs> uh, basically, yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, skipping ahead, um, so when, when they had this scene, my first question was, wait a minute, I completely forgot about this. Um, and is it public knowledge that he's head of the ATCU, that he's alive? But it's not until the end of the episode that we actually find out that he is just a figurehead, that he's he's hidden, basically, that it's uh, yeah. not public knowledge that he's actually the head of the ATCU. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is, uh, it was like jumping the gun to put S.H.I.E.L.D. back in charge. But then again, this is a world that like tolerates vigilantes and all the superhero stuff that they do. So I guess it's not that big a deal for them to rely on the secret, super secret, possibly infiltrated government agency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, is there is there a reason for Coulson to definitely be trusted with this much power all of a sudden? The reason I'm saying this is, you know, from the president's perspective, because he's, you know, putting Coulson in charge and all this stuff. Is there a reason why he specifically trusts Coulson? Like, did something happen other than just Rosalind saying, oh, yeah, I like Coulson. He's cool. Um, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think I think it's all on Rosalind's word. Okay. Mad right. stuff happened. Yeah, I see this is how the the president in, in that world does things. Okay, all right, interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's a friend of Iron Man, and Iron Man saved his life, so I guess it's okay. That's true. Maybe he asked him. Maybe maybe the president asked uh, Tony Stark, he's like, hey, hey, uh, remember that, that guy, Coulson? What did you think of him? Was he good? And he was like, oh, yeah, he was great. Too bad he's he was, dead. Yep, he's super dead. And then Ellis is like, yep. Super dead. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that's exactly how that conversation went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm wondering, this just makes me think of people who know that Coulson's alive who also know the other Avengers. Uh -huh. Is this why Sif is not in um, Thor Ragnarok? Because she can't keep a secret, so she'd rather remove herself from the planet. Then try to lie to Thor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Okay. I mean, I just assume she was off planet doing something or other. Maybe she'll yeah. actually end up in um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I got to make sure I say it right. I'll do that next time. <laughs> oh God, I'm so excited for that movie. I know it's a while down. But... Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there is there even a year announced yet, or no? Yes. I totally know the year and date. I'm not looking it up on my phone right now because oh, okay. that would be ridiculous. Oh, okay, that's good. I'm glad that that you just happen to know this off the top of your head and you don't have yes. to look it up. So, Tony, um, whenever you're ready, um, I feel like you can just go ahead and tell us um, and, and well, announce it. It's um, November fifth, two thousand twenty-one. I expertly knew that off the top of my head. Oh, um, okay. almost exactly two years from the day we're recording this. It's November fourth, twenty nineteen. Hey, wait! Didn't the last one? Didn't Ragnarok also come out on like the fifth? I'm not sure if the fifth, but I know it came out in November. Okay, for some reason I remember November fifth, and I don't know why. Relating to Thor Ragnarok. Uh, remember the fifth of November? Yeah, maybe. Eh, oh well. Anyway, we can move on. Um. That was November 3rd. Ah, okay. Yeah. All oh, right. so um, then one one extra day for every year in between. Okay, that makes sense. We'll see what happens with Thor 5. I wonder if there will Something. be a Thor 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. No idea. Maybe. Maybe it'll be Jane yeah. Foster. That'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Maybe it will be Beta Ray Bill. The horse-looking guy. Yeah. We already know he exists. Yep, he does statue. All right. Agent Shield. Uh-huh. Yeah, back All here. Right. All right, moving on to Bogota, Colombia. In Bogota, Colombia, a group of police are attacked for a gun delivery by an attacker they can't see. The guns are suddenly missing, taken by a woman with a crucifix from the beginning. <gasps> Later, Joey and Daisy arrive in Bogota undercover as World Health Organization agents. They meet with Colonel Ramon about the stolen guns. Mac, Bobby, and Hunter are on the ground investigating the crime scene. Evidence, the evidence they find of metal scrapings on the sidewalk is inconclusive. So I looked up Bogota, Colombia. Mm-hmm. It's the capital of Colombia, which, you know, us being worldly people, we obviously knew that. Of course, of course. Um, It's... They probably hated this because it's notorious for, like, corrupt cops and crime and stuff. Except for they've been working for, like, the past ten years to get that image, like, clean up that image and fire the corrupt cops and stuff like that. And then a show like this just, like, well, they're obviously still corrupt. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, you're right. I'm sure they hated that. <laughs> it's like the people of Gotham are super pissed every time a new Batman movie comes out. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and not not like the people who are super pissed when the new Batman movie comes out just because they've all sucked recently, but um, yeah, different set of people who are angry. Um, yeah, <laughs> for some reason I feel like that Venn diagram doesn't actually touch. It's just two separate circles. Oh yeah, but I mean <laughs> they do have something in common. They're angry. That's true. And Batman, I guess there's that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, no, not even because Joker. Yeah, it had. It had yeah, well, Joker doesn't have Batman in it, so, and they still denigrate Gotham. 
Okay, that's good to know. I've been meaning to ask you how that movie was. I'll, I'll ask you afterwards, but okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they think the possible power is invisibility because no one saw anything. Which makes sense. I mean, I would assume, I would, pro- you know, actually, that's a good point. Like, just thinking about, like, the facts of how this works, invisibility makes sense, but mm-hmm. the guns were, like, taken out of someone's hand. Yeah. Really? Hmm. hmm. I feel like they had the evidence to know that it wasn't invisibility. I mean, it's, I would have probably assumed invisibility, too, but I feel like the evidence was there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other, like, super-powered people, in, or super-speed people in movies. Like, Quicksilver in uh age of ultron he's fast but he's not like super duper fast right i mean like he's super fast but he's he's not like the quicksilver in x-men where he moves so fast everyone's literally standing still right yeah so you can still see um mcu quicksilver yeah he's just a blur yeah um and then uh x-men quicksilver I think people would think he's invisible because he is moving faster than anyone can see from our point of view, from what we see. Because they're moving so slow that, I mean, you can't, uh, they can't even react to him. Yeah, they, true. Um, <laughs> And then the Flash is has lightning bolts going everywhere all the time, which is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must hurt so many people when he runs by. Well, we know the Zack Snyder one probably does. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's as bad as Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He just destroys the the road anytime he goes somewhere. Everything. Uh, I mean, at least the CW Flash. Yeah, he's got lightning and stuff, but he's not like literally setting everything, making everything electrified. <laughs> which I think, which I've only seen Justice League, the live action Justice League once, but I feel like he did a lot of damage. Probably. I I think I'm in the same boat as you. I can't remember too much from that movie. <laughs> every once in a while. Every once in a while I think, maybe I should watch it again. And then I sober up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I had that movie on the other day. Like, I was flipping through the channels. Uh, it was, like, my last few days with HBO. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what am I got? And that was on. Like, sure, why not? It was partway through the movie. Uh, my wife walks in and says, what oh, horrible movie is this? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that's how that went. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, hmm? yeah, no, there, I'm, again, there's only two good scenes in that entire movie. Um, the one with, uh, when Superman comes back angry and then Flash is trying to run around him and then Superman's eye moves. <laughs> that's probably the best scene in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're right that one's great because also the flash like freaks out too because he was not expecting that (laughs) that and then um because i i am a big superman fan but i like him because he's so damn cheesy and just like when um they're fighting cgi not dark side i can't remember his name (laughs) uh um he says like he'll uh he says something about like you'll know the truth and then superman appears like I like truth, but I also enjoy justice. I'm like, yes, cheesy Superman. <laughs> That's what Henry Cavill should have been the whole time. <laughs> it would have been great as cheesy Superman. I would love to see a cheesy Superman movie. I, know. I mean, I do. 
I, I really... If they kept that Superman and made another Justice League or a Justice League or another Superman movie, I wouldn't mind. I'd totally be happy with that. Especially since they're like leaning into the cheesiness with Aquaman and Shazam now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh, Al. Al, huh. we just spoiled another like four year old movie. We're gonna get a bad uh, review. Oh. Oh man. We we only have so many reviews. We can't get so uh we can't have all of these extra ones being bad. That's not That's good. True. All right. That's true. All right. Well, then, in that case, let's let's stop that and move on a little bit. I have one note for this this whole scene that we're talking about right here for Agents of Shield, not for yeah. uh, Justice League. Um, why did uh, Yo-Yo go back to the scene of the crime? Because the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. <laughs> <That's>, I feel <laughs> like that was their logic, but she was just standing there with her messed up boots. I mean, at least change your boots. Well, I mean, that's probably not something you think about. Something you think about is, uh, well, actually, that's my the next. That's the next scene, next storyline. Oh. I'm going to. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, well, then, all right. Then we'll, yeah. I guess we can move on or stay well, here. If um, you have actually, I was else. going to talk about Hunter and Bobby um, taking the fish oil, or Hunter did, and Bobby considered it. Um, <laughs> Hunter just won like really pervy powers of invisibility or X-ray vision. Like, all right, that's par. Yeah, par for yeah, the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's honest, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby at least had a good reason. She wanted to. She was hoping she would heal up quickly. That's all right. That's fair. Oh yeah. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> exactly. As as far as we know, because they they explained it right that all the the bad stuff that'll kill you is was like filtered out by the ocean water or something i forget what exactly they mm-hmm. said but that's true yeah it's like hey might as well give it a shot yeah i mean I the would... worst that can happen is like you end up like reina <laughs> she's pretty bad yeah. yeah that's true or um andrew andrew who's andrew uh may's ex-husband oh, okay yes yeah, yeah. lash yeah, Lash. I was trying to remember that character's name, but couldn't. So, yeah. It's been a while since we talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm, I know, it's been like it's, six yeah. months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, April. Uh, or, oh, no, June. Never mind. I wrote it down wrong. June. June was yeah. the last time we talked about it. Okay. All right. All right. Now we're ready to move on. <laughs> All right. Sounds <laughs> to, good. To talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Mac and Cow is a woman with steel-toed boots. It is a perpetrator. She is using super speed to steal his gun and push him into the back of the car. Mac wakes up tied to a sink in a bathroom. He escapes from the bathroom but is stuck inside the apartment because of his captured speed. She and Mac connect over religion, and Mac sort of explains Terry Genesis. Soon, Daisy, Lance, Hunter, and Hunter come and neutralize the threat. I was being very careful not to re- reveal no- Yo-Yo's name when I was writing these. <laughs> I kind of was doing that too but then i realized that i forgot her first name so i just kept going with yo-yo yeah that's elena ah yeah you know i was which, guessing that one. Oh well yeah which is fine because they were um when i was writing these i didn't realize he gave her the name yo-yo at the end so he she gets the name yo-yo in this episode so it's good that's that's why i figured i i don't need to go back and change it so i <laughs> but okay 
So a little bit of background on Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo Rodriguez was is a newer character. She premiered in the Mighty Avengers number thirteen in July of two thousand eight. Um, she's a member of the Secret Warriors, and this is important, not for the show, but just a fact. She is the daughter of Griffin, the supervillain with um lion hands grafted on. <laughs> who they mentioned in season one <laughs> in the comics i don't think she's a, she's a son of daughter of griffin here but it's just like eh, okay uh unless she is she might be who knows yeah, we we get like no information about griffin other than the fact that he exists yeah um she she's uh played by a natalia cordova buckley uh, who has been before Agents of Shield was in a lot of Spanish language stuff, but not very many English things. The only thing uh, that's of interest, not even superhero-y, she's the voice of Frida in Coco, the Pixar movie. No, oh. Frida Kahlo. Yeah, but that's it. That's all I got on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I still need to see that movie. It's on my list. Um, so you know, you and I. Oh, I don't want to talk for you, but I'm just going to talk for you. We're both okay. bad Mexicans, right? See, si. Yes. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> I, I'm just um, giving letters out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, after I saw Coco, it really made me want to connect with my Mexican heritage in a way I've never, ever wanted to do in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. It's like, a, <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was... So if I watch that, I might actually push myself to learn Spanish. No, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, okay. um, Sorry. Well, that's I consider. <laughs> I can't remember what time of the year it came out, but you know, since it's come out, two uh, Day of the Dead's have passed. Both mm-hmm. times, I've considered making an ofrenda. Before that movie, I didn't know what an ofrenda was. <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, watch the movie. It's a big plot point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. No, it's actually it's it's. You know, I love Disney and I love Pixar. I think it's my favorite Pixar movie now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I will watch it. And someday I will learn Spanish. It's on my list. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, in our world, in our timeline, uh, Disney Plus comes out next week. So it'll probably pop up on there. Oh, okay. It's also, I think, already on Netflix. It is. My oh. nephew, my two-year-old, <laughs> not even two-year-old nephew, his birthday's in two weeks, got on my cell phone... He's never looked at my cell phone. He found the Netflix app, which was in a folder, and he found Coco <laughs> by himself. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a movie he watches more often than anything else, too. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I fear for the future. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Back, back to Yo-Yo. Not Coco. Yo-Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so why was she at the scene of the crime? I, oh, I, I was waiting for them to say something. I, I actually don't know why she. What, what was she looking? She was looking at like a stand of something, right? Yeah, but I thought she was just looking at the stand, like as a, like to try to be inconspicuous. That was the impression yeah. I got, at least. Well, I feel like if she wanted to really be inconspicuous, she had plausible deniability scuffed steel toes boots while not great for running also um is not like you're automatically for sure the person with superpowers 
using those superpowers to take away a guy's gun and push him into a van, definitely probably the guy, the person who did the crime. Yeah, I I mean, I guess she's new to it. Uh, actually, that's what they say later in the episode. She She's pretty new, so... Yeah, but fight or flight. I mean, she's she's really good at it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. She's had some practice. Yeah. I mean, if if you got the powers, you probably you know give give it some practice before mm-hmm. immediately going to steal a bunch of guns. Yeah, I mean, essentially becoming a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do love her power though, because it's like it's not just super speed. It's where she snaps back, so it's like gives her these powers, but also a great weakness that she can't just run forever or go wherever she wants yeah it's a nice balance um as as far as like a character because it's uh it's also really interesting because like and i guess a little bit of a spoiler in the future they kind of use that to their advantage and it's interesting Mm -hmm. how that how that works out yeah one thing i also really love about this uh, episode in particular Mm -hmm. is that they don't just assume that everyone speaks English around the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Where she's nice. like she, yeah, she doesn't understand Mac. She doesn't speak English. No one speaks English because they're in Colombia. There's no reason for them to learn English. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the they even had the the scene at the beginning when uh, Daisy and Joey get to the uh, police station, and you know they're speaking in Spanish, and then the other guy walks up. He's like. Hey, I speak English if it's easier for you. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's easier for them and for us, the audience. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So in the scene when, um, I guess basically right after or right when Mac and Yo-Yo were talking, because uh, Yo-Yo put Mac back into that chair and all that, mm-hmm. uh, and he says, "Yeah, my friends are going to be here. They'll they'll come get me." Um, so. Uh, when they open the door, Yo-Yo is about to run out or do something, but there's this force field on the door. What was that? Yeah, As they probably steal their guns or something. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So, have we ever seen this force field before? And I can't remember, but do we ever see it again? Is this just a one-off thing? I'm saying no to ever seeing it before. Okay. I, I don't remember ever seeing that in the movies or the shows. Um, if we see it again, I don't remember it, but that doesn't mean anything because, you know, our memories are crap. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Uh, just <laughs> random force field. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah I, did I they know? Like oh, yeah. They they did through the, like, the close, the CCTV cameras um, that it was someone with super speed because you could see, like, quick half a frame of her. That's right. Yeah. Um, at that point, they had already, I guess we kind of skipped over this, but uh, I think Simmons was doing the math on how fast Yo-Yo was moving. It was like six meters per second or something. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got the base stuff separate, but yeah. Um, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She's going super fast and I'm, well, no, we know that, but it's like <laughs> they're ready for a speedster because that's like brainstorm superpowers. There's a basic one. So you can prepare for the ones that are like super basic that you can predict. Pretty much you can prepare for the Justice League because they all have super basic powers. Yeah, that's true. They can. Except for Green Lantern. (laughs) 
That's true. That's one you don't see coming. And that's why, you know, you just pray you have something yellow on you. I know. Or if the old Green Lantern would. So if you have a pencil, that guy's screwed. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the original um Golden Age, like, 30s and 40s Green Lantern, he was vulnerable to wood. The newer one's vulnerable to yellow. So a yellow pencil, he's screwed. <laughs> just always carry a yellow pencil on you just in case okay uh there's that um that batman that storyline where um it's called tower of babel uh-huh. where uh the bad guys find out that superman's secret plans to take out everybody i don't remember what um his plan for green lantern was but i'm going to assume it was a yellow pencil <laughs> wait superman's or batman's batman's plans okay got it yeah all right, you said Superman, and then I got really confused. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right. The my only other note I have is now uh, Mac knows how Hunter feels when he's tied up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was last season. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Except um, Mac was able to get out versus Hunter didn't. Well, yeah, but. Uh, Mac was tied up by this Colombian woman who has no super secret spy skills, where Lance was tied up by uh, Mac, so he's be looking for that type of stuff. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, Mac is just better than Lance in general. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. All right. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. The perpetrator is revealed to be Elena Rodriguez. And she was working with her cousin, uh, and and working with her cousin. All right, I don't know what I wrote. She wakes up <laughs> and is unhappy. She reveals uh, that they uh, stole the guns, so the police can't use them to hurt normal citizens. Bobby and Hunter find her cousin throwing guns into the river. Colonel Ramon and another officer pull up before Bobby and Hunter can do anything. They are paralyzed by an inhuman officer. They kill Elena's cousin and take the agents. So, favorite shot of this episode is that shot of a yo-yo bouncing through the containment unit where she's also stopping to stare at them. That <laughs> <laughs> was so cool. Yeah, although you think about it, it's literally her running, coming back, and just staring for equivalent of like three seconds, then running it back. It probably looks really awkward if she wasn't super speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, um... I was wondering that, like, what proportion of time does she have to spend in that one spot in order to also be doing all the other stuff? Like, how many yeah. milliseconds, I guess, in, like, doing that? Because it looked like she I was guess, also constantly moving. Like, I mean, we find out in a little bit that she, it's her heartbeat. It's like the span of a heartbeat. So I guess when her heart's moving... She can't be. <laughs> <laughs> so if she's angry, she moves slower. I mean, I get where she can't go as far. Okay. Or I mean, if she's running, does her heat, heart speed up when she's doing her super speed? Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, she's in really good shape. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that works. So they find out that Elena is actually a hero. <laughs> Yay. All right. Yeah. Not for hire. No. 
I mean, I get, I, I bet she has her price. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, we got a uh, paralysis man, who I don't think he has a super hero um affiliation. I looked up Medusa. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Medusa Marvel. Oh, wait, there is a Medusa Marvel. Medusa in human Marvel. Wall crap. There's no way to because um, Lance calls him Medusa. Uh-huh. So like, there's another Medusa, apparently. Oh. A, a more famous and more terrible one. That's kind of what I was wondering, but I didn't look up Medusa in Marvel. So I, I in my mind, I'm just, I've just still been calling him Medusa. Yeah, well, Medusa's the redheaded woman from Inhumans. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Completely forgot about her. Uh, um, who... Well, I'm not going to go into Inhumans, because I don't have to yet, but we messed her <laughs> up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Alright. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this. It sucks that her cousin died, and shocker, shocker, Colonel Ramon's a bad guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much with you. Um, she takes it really well, I guess, in comparison, you know, because she seemed pretty close to her cousin. So, mm-hmm. or maybe she wasn't that close to him, and she's like, "Yeah, all right, that sucks." Well, I feel like, I mean, this is just a observation I've made that when people despair or are broken up by someone's death, it's normal, but it's because you feel powerless about what happened. But she has a mission; she has to get. She has to get revenge on these people for killing her um, cousin and take them to justice. That's a good point. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, we're kind of linking into my next section, so we'll go into that. All right. But before we do that, I think we're at a good point to uh, take a quick break and um, read a word from our sponsor. How's that sound, Tony? Choose one word. Okay. All right. Um... There it is. It's okay. Thank you, sponsor. <laughs> So, Tony, um, we're not currently, you and I, in the same room, so I have to make a a few assumptions. So tell me if I am right or wrong. Uh, Currently, you are in a room. True. You are right. Uh, And that room does have a door. Yes. I did check, but yes. (laughs) Final assumption, that door is not see-through. Correct. And that is the big problem with doors. You want the functionality of a door to stop things from getting in or out, but the convenience of having no door to be able to see what's going on out there. And that's why today's sponsor is Force Field Inc., also called Mm -hmm. FF. Now, FF is known for their simple four-step process on their invisible doors. Step one, clobber your old door off the wall. (laughs) Step two, flame on the old wall. You won't be needing it anymore. Just burn it down. Step three, stretch the fantastic module above the door frame so it fits to the top of the frame. Step four, press the button to activate your invisible wall. Then the force field will stop anything from getting in or out, just like a wooden door. Use promo code MCURewind today to get a free hammer with your purchase. The hammer is for clobbering the old door off the wall. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have they heard of window or screen doors? No, I don't think they have. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but you know what? They paid us for the time. Them. So yeah, don't tell them. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> After seeing the body of her cousin, she joins. Uh, Elena joins the Shieldies for the fight. There's a cool, a super cool team up uh, between Daisy and Elena, and Joey uses his superpowers and artistic abilities to destroy the police's guns. Soon, Paralysis Man comes and freezes Elena. Joey melts his glasses to his eyes, and as they are escorting Paralysis Man out, Hydra arrives and literally snatches him away. Back on back on the plane, Elena does not want to join S.H.I.E.L.D. because she has responsibilities at home. Instead, they give her a communicator watch so uh, they can support each other. Mac christens her yo-yo, and she leaves. So... Have you been watching the Watchmen TV show? Uh, no, I have not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You said you just got rid of HBO. Yeah. Um, like I, I know a little bit about it. It's, it takes place after the, the Watchmen stuff in the comic slash movie. Um, so it's kind of a continuation of the story. Um, and actually a couple of things I've seen made it look really interesting. Like I was going to avoid it cause I thought it was just a reboot, but it, looks interesting yeah. so i might actually give it a shot it's really really good i watched i watched the first episode when it premiered as we are recording right now there have been three episodes out and i watched the other two episodes last night um i don't know if this is considered a spoiler but skip forward a few seconds if you don't want to hear about something that happens <laughs> at the end of the second season um the main character arrests a person and put like she's a cop but um she's not in uniform so she mm -hmm. puts him in the car he's a he's a uh in a wheelchair and before she can get into her car suddenly a giant magnet flies from the sky and lifts up the car and disappears <laughs> <laughs> still three episodes in that was the second episode don't know what the hell happened and my i i my wife is watching TV. She's not interested in this, so I have my headphones on and my iPad, and I'm just sitting there and go, "What the?" F and I say the thing. I'm just like, "Don't know what happened." Totally reminds me of this when they're escorting Paralysis Man out. <laughs> just like exact same thing. The sky opens up, and suddenly, whoop, he's gone. <laughs> I so my only notes for this part of the episode was around that. Um, so I. I couple of questions um on hydra taking him the first question why now i, I guess I, I have a general idea of why mm -hmm. um did they already know him did they know his powers how did they know exactly where he was because they like sent the little thingy to destroy part of the roof and then they like sent the thing to grab him and take him up like like so so many questions around the logistics of doing what they just did yeah, I didn't think about that, how Hydra knew. Yeah, because Yo-Yo was also right next to him, along with Daisy. So they obviously don't have... Oh, and Joey was there too. They had four Inhumans. So yeah. they obviously did not have a way to track them, right? So did they just already know about this guy? They must have. They must have been in, like... I mean, it's Hydra. They probably have, like, a mole in the capital government's police department. Okay, I guess that makes sense. And like, oh no, he's caught by S.H.I.E.L.D. Quick, call someone in so we can extract the Inhuman quickly. Okay. Alright, I'll mean, take that one. 
That that works yeah. well enough for me. And may and they probably already have a tracker on him, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Okay. All right. Maybe I'd buy human it. DNA is a little different than regular DNA, but then they would have got seen all four of them. Yeah, exactly. So they, it has to have been specific to just him. Or they were like they have the scanner also says if they're characters with names. Because if they're characters <laughs> with names, they'll go after him harder. Daisy, Joey, and Yo-Yo all have names. So, um... But this guy... I know he has a name. I They said it on IMDb, but they never really say it. Mm-hmm. So it must be he's not as important. They're not going to chase after him as much. Okay. Alright, that makes more sense. So... They're just gonna. Okay, they, they'll they'll get him if they need him, but that's pretty much it. And at that yeah. point, they're like, "Well, I guess we'd rather not lose an inhuman." So, okay, that's true. All right. Yeah. So, um, something about Yo-Yo's powers that when we talked about, we like her powers. She says that she can go, and we talked about this. She can go as far as she can in the span of a heartbeat. Cool concept. How did she figure that out? that's a good point like can she feel her heartbeat like i can only feel my heartbeat when it's moving really fast yeah like if i'm working out or something and that's it um hmm (laughs) yeah i have no idea how she figured that out or measures it yeah I don't know either. Hmm. And then I have I have one last note about this since we couldn't figure that out. Okay. Uh, about the whole team up with Daisy and Yo-Yo fighting together, right? Mm-hmm. It use it pretty much um boils down to Yo-Yo running, stealing the guns from the cops, and then um Daisy just blasting them away with her quake powers. Uh huh. That is, I feel sorry for the cops. It's just totally not fair. <laughs> That's true. We're, I mean, I guess we're also just not sure if all of them are corrupt, too. Like, they're just all being attacked. That's it. And, and I guess we, we have to assume that they all are corrupt. So this is fair to a degree. Yeah. But, yeah, they just, like, oh, hey, look, it's a nice Tuesday. I'm going to, oh, God, I'm being attacked by Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. That would suck. Yep. Well, I mean, par for the course if it's a Monday, but you know, not on a Tuesday. You just don't yeah, expect Tuesday. Tuesdays. I mean, because yeah. you just got done with the Monday incursions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. At least wait, give until Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so rude. Ugh. <laughs> All right. We ready to move on away from Columbia? Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Back at base. Simmons and Lincoln try to get the containment unit ready. They also discuss inhuman powers. Meanwhile, Coulson asks Fitz for his assessment on Lincoln. He approves of Lincoln's insights on inhumans and still feels guilty for killing quote-unquote Will. Coulson reveals that the brainwave machine... He reveals the brainwave machine and wants to use it to get info on Malik from a comatose Werner von Strucker. When in the machine, Von Stroker begins begging for death. Coulson orders Lincoln to shock his brain to get him out of the loop, the death loop. It works, and he tells them how to get access to dirt on Malik. Later, Fitz and Simmons make up for all the crazy stuff that happened since the end of Season 2. 
Joey cho chooses to go home, and Lincoln doesn't, unfortunately. Coulson uh, gets a new, cooler hand, and he talks uh, to May about the hard times he's been having since returning from Ma Mavith. So, that's a lot of stuff. It's just, like, almost all the base stuff in one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Lincoln says that the powers are not random, but they fill a niche. So, it's definitely not like the evolution the X-Men goes through, but more like... Okay, it's definitely the evolution the X-Men go through. <laughs> <sighs> I don't actually know too much about mutants. I never, like, I was never really drawn in, so I don't know too much. Like, is that the, the same concept that they say for mutants? That it's just I actually, I really, I don't know. I've, I've read a handful of X-Men comics. Um, but if it is evolution, like X-Men should be, like the title of the 90s car or the early 2000s cartoon X-Men Evolution shows us mm -hmm. it is evolution then doesn't it fill a niche isn't that the purpose of evolution to change something to fill a niche like controlling the weather or teleporting important niches that have been open for way too long that's true yeah <laughs> um i guess so i don't i don't know yeah. I, I i got nothing um so i don't know about that for for mutants but as far as inhumans um I mean, I guess that's that's good to know that that's like part of a belief, and considering they were basically made by aliens, um, yeah. by the Kree, right? They, uh, I guess that was probably part of the design of creating Inhumans. So maybe that was just that that's something that they were told originally. Like, yeah, you, what? It'll it'll figure it out. Whatever it is that gives you the powers, it it knows. It has an idea. Yeah. And, but that's just faith. It's not based on any science. True. Which um, Lincoln is like selling it as science. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, in his mind, because he was taught it, it's it's a fact. And so yeah. he's going with that. So that's fair. Um, I I mean, I don't I don't want to give away spoilers, but I I feel like they say stuff like this in the future. Um, I feel like they reference it or say something like that in the Inhumans TV show. I think they say something like that too. So maybe it's just part of the, I mean, it's still part of the faith, but you know, it's, it's, it's known. It's a, it's a common thing within their community. Probably. I try to expunge most of my knowledge of that show out of my brain. <laughs> so. I, you know, you hate on it so much, but. I thought it was okay because all of the Earth scenes took place in Hawaii, and I love Hawaii. So Hawaii is nice. I do enjoy Hawaii, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I think when we actually get there, we're going to enjoy the heck out of it because, again, as we know from Daredevil and Ghost Rider, we don't mind bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. When we get to make fun of it, at least for the purposes of a rewind, it's it's uh, more enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe we won't do the scene by scene rewind for for that. Maybe we'll we'll do our our top three like we did we'll with see. the Daredevil and Ghost Rider. We'll see. I mean, of everything, Inhumans is like the most hyped episodes we've got because we talk about Inhumans. Other than the show we're actually on, we talk about Inhumans more than anything else. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Followed only by um, uh, Iron Fist. Iron Fist season one. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, um, also, I have to note that Fitz and, um, Simmons, do they have to make an apology like this every three months because they go through so much crap? 
I I assume so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it... it's only been I like it's the end of season two. Oh, that feels like so long. No, that's only been ten <laughs> episodes. <laughs> like not counting this episode right here. Yeah. Well, okay. Ten episodes plus there was a little bit of time in between the end of season two and the start of season three, so that's like a yeah. few months. It's but but yeah, it's 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 been some time. Yeah, and then and no spoilers, but when we look back on all the stuff they're going to go through, also. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, anything else before we move on? <laughs> no. Um, I feel like there was something I was going to say, but it's too late. I've forgotten it. So I'm good to go. Okay. Fair. Um, so Coulson uses the information he got from Von Strucker to get access to a secret phone. He uses the phone to trace Malik's location. Um, so, okay, yeah, he uses the phone to trace Malik's location. Is that what he expected to find in there? Was a phone? I thought he was specifically looking for, like, dirt on Malik. Um, I mean, it's something, some kind of connection to Malik. Um, because he immediately had the, the device to track the location, or at least where mm-hmm. it was going, I assume he knew that there was a phone in there. Like, he, pro- he has to have seen it in, a, uh, in the flashback or in the memory. Yeah. Because he was ready for it. Yeah. Now, why did he reveal um, to Malik that they were tracing him? I mean, he could assume that, but didn't you think that would make him hang up quicker? In movie probably... logic tracing. <laughs> I know that real tracing is not like that. True. Uh, in real life, it's immediate. Um, yeah. So, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, it could be one of two things. Um, I mean movie logic tracing like you have what a minute or something like they they always have some magical number yeah Um, i think it's a minute i mean okay so i'm guessing that malik in his like he knew he was only gonna talk for a minute as as soon as he found out it was colson right and colson had to keep him on the phone um so i i guess like malik was like yeah okay i'll i'll talk and i guess colson because we saw on the map in the shield base that the longer they talked, the more locations they were able to find. Uh-huh. So it at least got him to stay on the phone longer, I guess. I don't know. I don't They're just being cool though. spy people. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. what you do is you call and just um, you act like you're someone they know or act like an annoying little old lady who you don't want to be rude and hang up on, but they're confused and just keep them online and confused for the next minute. I want to see Colson <laughs> act like a little old lady. The whole time. <laughs> oh, I'm imagining uh, one of the openings or part of that opening scene from um, star Wars, uh, the last Jedi <laughs> with uh, a yeah. Poe and general that other hugs. guy. Yeah. And, hug- and yeah. Hugs, call them general kids? hugs. It's hot. Oh, it's Hux, but he calls them general hugs. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I do love he the last <laughs> I gotta rewatch that again since we're a month away from uh, yeah from that. Yeah. The Rise I'm rewatching of the yep. entire series, but it's just like fifteen or twenty minutes a day, <laughs> like little little snippets of it when I've got the time. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm halfway through Empire right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. Halfway yeah. through the amount of movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, five. No, because it goes one, two, three, solo, Rogue One, 
uh, New Hope, then Empire. So this is seven of nine. Oh, okay. I I, Isn't... I wasn't sure if you were doing uh, the other ones, uh, Rogue One I mean, or uh, Solo. Yeah, well, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. If I'm watching Star Wars Episode 2, I'm going to watch Rogue One and Solo, because even though Solo is not great, both of those are far superior to Episode 2. Okay, I'll give it to you. I liked parts of two, but that's that's a whole other conversation. I, I like I like parts of two, but overall, it's the only one that is really hard for me to, to get through that movie in one sitting. Okay, There's that's so fair. Parts. I mean, I, I wrote uh, yeah. Phantom Menace and Sith. I like better. Anyway, we're almost at an hour. <laughs> okay. At the Hydra base, Malik meets uh, with the entity possessing Ward. He tells Malik that he's hungry. At the end of the episode, we see the Entity use Sandy powers to make a believer out of Gaira, but we don't see what that means. So, um, someone should get this, um, this zombie a taco, first of all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't eaten in, like, a thousand years, so. Yeah, but then he had no real problem, like, possessing Will and making it believable. I don't understand why he's having all these problems with Ward. Is Ward uh, more messed up? Like the body, the, the form? I, I mean, you know, um, maybe. Like his chest is messed up. I don't know. How, how did Will die? <laughs> That's a good point. It wasn't the gunshot, was it? No, because okay. it was like Mavith killed it. So... Okay, so Mavis probably beat him to death or something, just yeah. hit him a lot. Or just choked him with sand. Oh, okay, could be that. Yeah. Um, also, when Mavis took over Will, he had a few months, right, before S.H.I.E.L.D. and yeah. Ward came back? He yeah, so maybe he was spending that time recovering. Yeah, could have been that. Making the Man. body a little bit nicer. Okay, I'll accept that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Alright, well, we'll move on to the very last thing, the post credit scene. We see Talbot is the new head of the ATCU. My only note, return of the stash. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I went basically this entire episode thinking that Coulson was officially like announced the head of the oh. ATCU. Like I didn't, I didn't realize until the end right here that the um, the president was saying, "Oh no, you're 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 going to be like a shadow leader. We we have to put a figurehead there." Like, oh okay, yeah, I'm. He does say that at the beginning. Oh, then I completely missed it. Okay, yeah, when they're meeting at Rosalind's place. But yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, anyone, anyone in government, you can choose, and you choose him perfect <laughs> well apparently he was the perfect uh person i mean apparently I, I i guess he's his resume is good enough so that way it looks good on paper and mm -hmm. he's i guess incompetent enough that he will be a good um patsy a good shadow figure yeah i guess mm -hmm. yeah well whatever all right yeah. you ready to uh, rate the episode yes how are we rating this um, how many of Yo-Yo's heartbeats are you going to give this episode? 
Oh, okay. Heartbeats. So uh, one out of five. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a four. Okay. I will up you and go for 4.5. Especially Ooh. since Yo-Yo gets introduced and I love that character. That's true. She is great. Um, but yeah, no, I, I guess, so we both probably pretty much had the same reasoning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a nice introductory episode. It's the second half of the season. And so they've got new storylines. It's interesting. We, we get cool powers, cool team-ups. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We get the only, uh, the only reason it's not five is I don't like Coulson essentially torturing Von Strucker. But Yeah, that one was that was a little little much. But uh again, Coulson is still pretty messed up and angry about what happened to Roslyn. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh you ready to sign us off? Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, everyone. So um, please join us next week when we will continue uh, talking about Season 3 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll talk about Episode 12, The Inside Man. And in the meantime, uh, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please, pretty please, give us a uh, rating on whatever podcast app you use. And since you're there, you might as well make it five stars. It's just, it's a good default. You might as well just go with that, please. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Bounce, 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 bouncing back. Bounce, bounce.